Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with his good friend, Mr. Greg Dickerson. How you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, I think it's time for you and I to look at our very, very broken and a clouded crystal ball. We had a Fed raise rate 75 basis points last week. What do we see coming for the Fed, the economy, as we finish out this year? We're roughly halfway through. Uh, and then maybe a little sneak peek in the next year. What do, what do you see going on? Because it's it's wild out there. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> so the Fed, you know, they're just getting started. They're trying to regain some credibility. So, you know, obviously they they raise rates higher than some people expected. Um, you know, they are still in the camp of thinking that they can avoid a recession. Uh, we're already in a recession. We've been in one. The thing that's skewing the numbers is inflation. Prices yeah. are up. So obviously sales are going to be up. Revenues are going to be up. Yeah, the top but, line will be up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, but we already had negative GDP because a recession technical definition is negative GDP for two quarters. So we were down a fraction. We'll be down a little fraction. Inflation is still going up. So they're just getting started. And a lot of people are already talking about and, and expecting the Fed to pivot in, you know, July or Q4. And yeah, Kathy Wood, July. And, yeah, and talking about melt-ups and, you know, complete market reversals and all that. And what you need to understand is they're just getting started. They haven't even started yet. They're serious about this because, you know, inflation and, you know, where we're headed from that standpoint will do more damage ultimately than the Fed devaluing, you know, markets and assets and popping the bubble, you know, and, and they know that. And the narrative that you're hearing coming out of DC, like this weekend, the topic of the, you know, all of the Sunday talk shows was recession. And you heard all the officials come out and say, well, we're not in a recession and we don't have to go into one because they're trying to keep people from thinking that because if people get into the inflation and recession mindset, well, they pull back mm -hmm. and that's, you know, spurs, but that's what the Fed wants. They want people to stop spending. They want to destroy demand, you know, so that the balance comes back into check. So the narrative that's coming out of, you know, the White House, and they want to have people to blame too, right? So they're they're going to point to all these different things. Like now he's, you know, they're blaming the oil companies for gas prices. They're blaming the war for inflation. They're not putting the blame where it squarely belongs on the back of the trillions of dollars of, you know, liquidity that's been pumped in the market and the stimulus and easy credit, low interest rates and all that stuff that's created this problem. So the Fed knows they, they're not in denial about that. And they know that they've got a lot of work ahead of them to get to it. So, uh, you know, fasten your seatbelts. We are just now getting started. Yeah, I want to tackle that Fed flip-flop. I hear that agnosium that the Fed's going to pivot, whether it's July or September or sometime this year. Uh, so I'll ask the question this way. I think there's no question that the Fed goes 75 in July. I think there's four meetings left in the year, including July. Might be three. I think it's four. Uh, do you think there's any chance they don't raise rates at every meeting going forward? Do you think there's a pause anywhere? Whether Do you, do you think that's possible? Only if inflation comes down significantly. And significant sub five, sub four? What's significant? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think if you're in the fours, you know. Okay. Okay. I think, I think, you know, they might slow down at that point, but are they, you know, did you say, will they stop? Yeah. I said, uh, like, I, let's just assume there's four fed meetings left. I might be wrong. I believe they raised rates at all four meetings. It, it might be a quarter, but all four meetings, see the rate go up going forward. Uh, I think what you're saying is, Hey, if the, if, if inflation cracks for some unknown reason and ends up in the four, I think what you're saying is we might have a pause at the last meeting. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they've got, you know, signs that inflation's under control and, you know, they've done their job, then they'll, yeah, that's when they'll stop. Mm -hmm. But that just isn't real, realistic. And, you know, I don't, I don't see that happening, but it's possible, you know, anything's possible. Yeah, and they can make numbers look however they can make it look, right. So if they have a desire to do that, but I, I just don't see it as a possibility. I don't see it in the cards right now. I think, you know, what is their target by the end of the year? Like three and a half percent? Yeah, now it's three and a half. They just did the dot plot. They're, they're you know, three and a quarter, three and a half. They like to use that range. But yeah, three and a quarter, three and a half. Yeah, so they're 200 basis points away, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So they can't stop by the end of the year to hit that. And, you know, and then the narrative is, well, something's going to crack. Something's going to cause them to pivot. You know, that's not going to change the Fed funds rate policy if something cracks. It might change something that they do from a liquidity standpoint or an asset purchase standpoint or something, but Maybe. Yeah. I don't think that's going to affect interest rate rises. Yeah. And it was I, really, it was really funny to look at the fed dot plot. They're actually forecasting rate cuts in 2024, which I just thought was hilarious. Uh, which to me means they're going to, they're going to take this thing above neutral, whatever neutral is, call it two and a half, call it three, whatever. They're going to take it above. So it becomes restrictive. And then they're envisioning like 18, 24 months out, they're going to have to come back to neutral. I, I thought that was, I don't know. I thought it was pretty odd for them to put that in there. Uh, you know, who knows what they're looking at. And, 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 you know, and to their credit, we don't know where we're going to be in six months. We no, don't know what, what could pop between here and there in terms of credit markets, bond markets, you know, equity markets. If we got a real serious event. You know, um, markets have been on a steady, you know, orderly decline because the Fed's been very careful about telegraphing in the markets. They don't want panic. Yes. And for everybody watching, we haven't seen panic selling capitulation yet. We haven't seen that. So we're not at a bottom. A lot of people are calling bottoms in crypto and stocks. We're not at a bottom yet. We haven't mm -hmm. seen that panic sell, you know, bottoming capitulation yet. And we may not see an event like that because of this, you know, the way it's unwinding and unfolding, what we are seeing is, you know, markets are trying to adjust to, you know, what's a, what's a real valuation based on interest rates now moving forward. And what's a, I think we talked about it in the last video we did, you know, what, what is a real PE? Where, yeah. where does that need to be? And, you know, given inflation, given interest and all that, and, you know, you go back into history, I mean, is it, a, is it you know, 10, you know, is it 14, you know? Uh, I mean, like right now, the market's saying about 14, right? You right. know, a lot of the investment managers back there, but you know, when rates are way up and things are dipping, it might be a 10. Right. Now, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's what the market's trying to figure out right now. Yeah. And for me, kind of the market, you know, PEs are the, the um, what you're paying, the multiple has come in. I think, I don't remember, it was 24 or 26, like six months ago. Now it's 16 or 15 and a half. But really what hasn't cracked yet is earnings. I actually saw a report of the weekend that earnings are up. Earnings expectations are up. And I'm like, what are they thinking? How can the S&P 500 earning expectations be up? I don't see that heading into the end of the year. Does that make sense to you? Well, you know, inflation's pretty hot out there. So that's driving, you know, a lot of, a lot of that. But it depends. Different sectors, you know, are under pressure and some are earning better than others. But so far, we haven't seen a lot of earnings beats, you know, no, no. in a couple of areas here and there. But you know, again, a lot of that can be manipulated, um, you know, with, with what's going on and having to discount inventories to get them mm -hmm. sold, Target, Walmart, you know, that's stocked up. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's hard to believe. And with home builders, I mean, hard to believe they're going to be beating earnings, right? So, yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? We got Lennar and KB Homes. Uh, Lennar's tomorrow morning and KB Homes, I think, is Wednesday afternoon. Any thoughts on those two? 
because they're really different segments. People don't know Lennar for me is kind of mid-market and KB Holmes is starter homes. What do you, what do you think about those two just wild ass guests? Yeah. So I think their future guidance is going to be dismal, right? I dismal. think that's the big picture. I think what they've dismal. seen is probably going to be okay. Cause again, they're reporting previous quarters and sales have been up. I mean, this just, just started, you know, a month ago. So they they've closed a lot to get here. So they could, they could be okay. Um, you know, up to this point, but future is where they're probably going to say, look, we're, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. I expect them to talk about cancellation rates being higher than expected. I expect them to talk about deliveries slowing down. I expect them to manage cash flow. right? One of the things I think builders are much better out now is cash flow management. That's what really crushed them last time. They went, they got too, too forward over their skis as the market changed. I think they're going to be managing those numbers. And I, yeah, you're right. I think, I think last quarter, right. Revenue and earnings will probably be okay, but forward guides got to be, they've got to just take a hatchet to it and just, lower expectations, I think. Yeah. So what do you think tomorrow? Markets up or down? Uh, the stock market? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, we're I coming think, off a three-day weekend. Markets are closed today. Futures yeah. open tonight. So yeah, so I think though I think we'll open up uh, but in the day down. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You and I don't think the home builders, I think they've been tailing, you know, off leading into this because I think everybody expects, you know, bad yeah. news. Their PEs the are four now. Yeah. <laughs> They're four. <laughs> it's crazy. So that's the thing. What's a, what's a fair PE? And I think historically, you know, based on historical averages, I think it's about 12 to 14. Correct. Um, is, is what I've been hearing, you know, so where does that get to? And again, it depends on different companies, different sectors, but, you know, I think we might see a little bounce day tomorrow, you know, just because we had such a big down day Friday. The last time the Fed raised rates, we had a bounce the day they did. And then it was down for five days after that. So, you know, we had that bounce, you know, on just like last week, we had a little bounce mm -hmm. and it's, and it was down Thursday, Friday. When did they raise the rates? Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday. At two. Yeah. 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 So I think we had a bounce that day and then it was down Thursday and Friday. So we'll see, you know, if tomorrow continues the downward or, you know, crypto's had a little rally. So we might see yeah. a little rally in stocks tomorrow. And then that's, I think we're going to continue that downslide. Yeah, that's exactly. Again, crypto's up again this morning. They kind of Bitcoin right bottomed at 17 something. It's up 20, it's up to 2,800 again, rough numbers. So that's why I think, I do think the market opens up, uh, but I think reality sets in and, and ends the day down. I think, I don't know. It, I, I think the S and P 500 sees 3,200 before it sees 4,200. It's kind of what. I'm yeah. Yeah. At. There's some deleveraging still to be done there repricing. And I mean, you have to fully expect everything to get back to pre pandemic levels because that was where it was before the trillions of dollars. And then you got to be thinking, well, where should it have been before that? Because yeah. we've been on this QE trail, yeah. you know, ever it has since, to go. So. It has to, it has to overcorrect below it. It's just how yeah. you reset. That's how you have a reset is that it's got to go below it. You got to rebuild a base and, and you grow from there. So uh, Greg, where can people find you? Yep. GregDickerson.com. That's where all my info is. Go check it out. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you.